she she's one of those people that can do no wrong. She's my, a, my, she's I, I didn't asshole. fail my marriage. We evolved as people. No, you failed. Just she's an asshole. Yeah, that's it's like you sound like a dick. Shut up. Trauma on some of those kids. Mr. Metz dancing around. The big baseball is bleeding. And a big fucking chunk of his head goes flying off. (laughs) Could you imagine? I only wanted to see what happened to the Met. (laughs) Mr. Met is bleeding Kool Aid. And, uh,. Joan ain't the most athletic dude either, so <laughs> he wasn't scaling it like Spider Man. It was like a, it was like a ooze climbing the wall. <laughs> Slow climb. You're gonna get live and awesome. Hello, hello, hi, hello, hello. Hey everybody, welcome to You're Gonna Get a Disease with... Oh, we're not testing. There no, wasn't a no, test. we're not testing. With Luke and Nick. Oh, I hope it's recording. It is. It, according to these bars going up and down, we're, we're trying a new method of recording today, so if the sound sounds messed up, we'll never do this again, but we're going to try it like this right now. So. You could test it and check and see. I can't test from this device. I can't hear the, how the audio is going to sound, you know, without getting an mp3 and putting it on a computer and all that fun stuff. Well, so, go do that, man. No, I don't want to. I just want to talk chill with you and talk about old times and merriment so um like i wanted to get through all these topics and whatnot but today got i had a big fucking bummer put on top of it um a buddy of ours at least of mine i don't know how well you knew him dave willett passed away today and uh, you know kind of just put a whole fucking damper on the day and it's a it's a cat that i didn't really like hang out with a lot it was like one year he was basically living at this house with Jonah. He was here every night drinking. And it's just like a slap-happy, cool guy. Uh, I don't want to say his disease wrong. I think he got diagnosed with cancer really young and everything like that. And it just, you know, it. I don't want to put a damper on the whole show or anything like that. But, you know, you really kind of just think about that dude was like my age and everything like sure. that. It just fucked me up the rest of the day. And I don't know why... You know, I get so emotional, especially I've only seen him like once in the last year. Sure. But it just really hit me hard, you know? I'm sure. It's it's the, you know, it's the more, t- you, you, you grow up and, you know, rarely do you see a young, you know, someone your age pass away. And then as you start to get older and you start to see it happen and, mm-hmm. um, you know, a girl I went to high school with sister just died of cancer a couple of days ago. I, I know who you're talking about. <laughs> and, uh, and, uh. You know, I, I, both my parents passed away, and your mom passed away, and yeah. you start to, you start to see the mortality of, of, the people around you, especially when they're like your heroes. Like when my two best friends died when I was twenty one, yeah, and that was like a, that was like, the freakiest time because it was just, like you couldn't even imagine it. You know, yeah, like everyone's immortal; uh, they're gonna yeah. live forever. And then when my dad died, it was you know. My dad was the immortal one, you know. So, uh, oh, that's the beer distributor giving me Cubs tickets. Hang on. <laughs> hey, Jimmy. 
Well, no, I knew it was late when I called you. How you doing? I hope he gets the tickets. We're going to see how this plays out. Okay, cool. That works great. I really appreciate it. <laughs> That's cool, but we'll be inside anyway. So, <laughs> all right. Thanks, Jimmy. I really appreciate it. Thanks, Jimmy. I appreciate it. Take care. Bye. I think that phone call was needed almost. Guess who's going to the Cubs skybox on I Tuesday? Think, uh, Can you guess who? Jonah. It's Jonah. No. Oh, it's you. So. It is. Good, good job, man. Well, I mean, uh, yeah, that, that kind of took me out of the moment. I was getting all swelly-eyed and everything like that. I don't get swelly-eyed. Yeah, whatever. it's tough, you know, not because of you going to the game. Fuck your game. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you know, Dave... Uh, wherever you are, my friend, I hope you're uh, having just as much fun, you know, up there when we went to the bar all those times, man. Good on you. Yeah. God bless. Dave, I never met you, but bears. Bears. Bears, my friend. All right. More fun things. Um, So we got all these topics. Yeah. I texted you today. But as usual, I don't want to start with any of that shit. <laughs> um, <laughs> I want to go with... Feedback first, which is what I really Feedback. enjoy. Okay. Feedback from the show. <clears throat> Obviously, the last episode, uh, you and me got into it with the politics discussion, mm-hmm. going back and forth, and we got a lot of feedback. Oh. And of the feedback, one person was taking your side very strongly. Mm-hmm. That I've talked to. In regards to what? We discussed like well, eight just, things. It, that's the point. It didn't make a difference. What the, I'm getting to where I'm going with this. One okay. person was like, oh, Luke's. Maybe they just think Luke's, Luke's awesome. That's that's kind of what it was going Who with. Was it? Well, Luke's awesome. Who I'll, was I'll, it? I'll, after Who the is show, it? I'll no, go no, 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 no. I, I don't want to name drop because I don't want to dispose people's personal politics. Okay. You know? that's, I, I think that's that. fair enough, right? Yeah. Another guy uh, went the complete reverse from Luke's awesome. It went to. Luke doesn't know what the fuck he's talking about. Okay. And I ended up defending you. He's obviously a dick. (laughs) Obviously. (laughs) But it was really funny because I completely went devil's advocate just to talk about you. Which you do a lot. Well, yeah. And I was like, well, I mean, tell me how Luke's wrong, even though I agree with you. (laughs) I mean, don't, don't, don't just sit there and say he's wrong. Yeah. Tell me why you think he's wrong. But besides those two people talking Mm -hmm. to me... Everybody else just likes to hear us fucking fight. So that's, I think that's it. Now, now we're just a sideshow clown act. Like, hey, yeah. say something to make Luke Let's mad. Let's poke the bear with the <laughs> stick. <laughs> so that's the feedback, man. I mean, well, no, it's like, it's good. You know what? I agree or disagree. At least we're invoking some emotion in people that, um, you know, the, the last thing, you, the last thing you want is for people to be like, eh. Whatever. Yeah, Whatever. I don't care. Uh... You know, and I know I'm not always right about stuff, and I, you know, I... D- <laughs> I shouldn't say I'm not always... I think I'm right. <laughs> Sometimes I might be... I might have my facts wrong. Yeah, but I mean, my, everyone gets their facts wrong. You know, wrong. my opinions are based on what I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, people look at me as like I'm this uh, hard hard right Republican... Uh, you you come off as a strong conservative. Uh, I, I don't even say Republican. You sound like uh, a guy with the right leaning uh, philosophy. I guess is probably and I do way. I do. But there's a lot of things that I you're liberally social on. 
Yeah, yeah that I so. you know. So, but but I, the pro, the thing is, is liberals are so fucking loud that I don't need to back that side. They do it for me, and I just back the other side. Hmm. But you know, I get accused of shit that I you know people accuse me of <clears> like being against gay marriage, and I'm like. Okay, but I I'm not against it. So you know, <laughs> just thanks for thanks for lumping me in. You I know, but they, you know, all of, we're all racist. We're all it's okay. Shut up. You know, well, I have a different financial philosophy. Is the basic gist of it. All right. Well, I, that's fair enough. But I mean, when when I'm actually listening to the shows, and I've I have I've gone back and I listened to them all. Sure. Again, because I've I've been seeing what we're doing right. I was asking opinions uh, from our buddy Nick Simon. Uh, because I think he has a a good grasp on what makes a, a good bit, you know, here and mm-hmm. there. And obviously we're trying to add little sections here like the Jonah stories and shit like that and see what, what hits and what doesn't. But, um, you know, I got into a conversation with, uh, with Allison about you in particular. And I don't know if you've noticed this over has the course of the show. The show she, she has not listened to the shows yet. But oh. but she was she was uh you and me were just talking, and I was like you know these shows, and, and I've mentioned it before that I'm like feeding you topics and getting feedback from you. <clears throat> this show is kind of like, at least in my opinion, like as I hear you talk more and more, this could be huge for you. I'm I'm like I'm like your uh your the guy that asked the questions to to Luke. You sound like a really whether you agree with you or not. A strong voice in the room. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, this could springboard. I mean, have you ever like considered doing a political show or anything like that? No, no, no. nothing. No, I will. Well, I mean, well, I mean, obviously, we're here fucking clowning who fucking, around. You know, who wants to hear? Honestly, who want, Who listens to this to, to want to hear my politics? I mean, it's no, not like you see. You'd be surprised. Some people are actually, obviously, one person in particular. Well, they're is, they're like it, but they like it because we're semi entertaining, and then yeah. my, the politics happen to come into it. I'm a. I own a fucking pizza place, you know. Well, sometimes you know. I mean, Luke, like, the pizza guy, could be a you know a nice dissenting voice in social. You know, uh, fuck, I don't. You know, I don't want to. I I like what we do, and obviously, yeah, I'm not. You know, it's stop. Our, no, no, no. It's I, our you, show. Don't you fucking cheat on me? Just because I'm louder, or, <laughs> you know. No, but I, I get saying, worked like, up. You poke I, me with a stick. I bet you, if we do this for a hundred shows. All right, down the road, if we have a hundred hundred legitimate shows, I bet you there'll be if if we're if we get viewers or listeners, I guess, and we get people to listen to this show, there'll be people that want you to be on their show, I, other podcasts, other radio shows, stuff like that. I bet you if we get some kind of following, they're going to ask your opinion on shit. I bet you. I I I don't think. Oh, my... speaking of which, are you ten bucks? I'm going to get you that after uh, the show. I, no, I, I, uh, I was going to pay you before the show started. I, I, I'm not that worried about the 10 bucks. No, I'm very worried. I owe you $10 and because I made the stupidest music. Uh, Choice? I, yeah. Sublime? No, no, no. It's blind. I've confused uh, Green Day and Blind Melon or Lemon. Blind, blah, blah, blah. Nah. The one with the fucking bee costume. Yeah. It, you know, honestly, if someone... I don't know. I just don't think... I don't think my opinion matters that much. See? Not to me. <laughs> I mean, I I like to argue and I like to debate and I like to, you know, go back and forth. But I mean, I look at like celebrities and people who there were there was a poll. I don't remember which election it was. And I wish I knew all remembered all the numbers, but it was like 20 percent of the people they polled Mm. were influenced by who Oprah Winfrey liked. 
in the election. Oh, I mean, it's got to be 08, right? I don't. It was 08 yeah. or or 12 or whatever, whichever. I don't remember. But it, the point was, fuck, who fucks Oprah Winfrey? What does she fucking matter? Well, it's just like any celebrity, they have pull. Well, that's what I mean. Yeah, yeah. And people get all the, they all worked up, you know, over that Duck Dynasty guy. Really? You really give a fuck <laughs> if he is for or against gay marriage? You really want him fired because he's against gay marriage? I, it, you know what? It's like, shut the fuck up. It's, it's, it's one of those things. If you have a, a not popular opinion, so let's just take the Duck Dynasty guy for the sake of argument. Well, right? this leads into one of our topics. Yeah. He, 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 uh, <laughs> he said some very racially insensitive things. I read the the manuscript. I don't remember exactly what it was. And then he also said the stuff about gay marriage, and he's given sermons about it. All right. He can believe all that stuff. Sure. And I'm absolutely fine with him believing all that stuff. I don't agree with anything that he believes, but I'm more than happy to say, hey, to each their own. You do what you got to do. You believe what you want to believe. However, if you are in the public eye, as a celebrity, be it, uh, you know, Taylor Swift or Miley Cyrus or the Duck Dynasty guy or any idiot, you know, like uh, the dude that punched Rihanna, uh, Chris Brown, whatever you say can and will be used against you and will either make your popularity get stronger or go away. And I'm fine with that, too, because you're a celebrity. Mm-hmm. So if you say something that people backlash at you about, mm-hmm. Well, you, let me you, ask you something. They made you popular. They can take it away just as quick. And besides, these guys are millionaires to begin he with. Gave so an, I mean, he gave an opinion. Yeah. Okay. And once in, you his, give an opinion, in, in giving his opinion, he, yeah. didn't, he didn't say we should beat up gay people. We should, you know, do things to – you know what I mean? Yeah. Yet people <clears throat> called for him to be fired because yeah. his opinion was different than theirs. It's – if you have a viewership – on that channel, I have no problem with people writing in and say he should be fired. Do I agree with that he should get fired? Uh, you know, I don't think he – see, that's tough for me because was his opinion that strong where it evokes that much emotion? I mean, I'm probably in the minority saying that he should probably keep his job, but I'm sure I would get backlash just for voicing that opinion. Now, right. I'm 100% disagreeing with everything he says. Do I think he should get fired for it? I mean – it's tough for me to say anybody should get fired for expressing a viewpoint, but at the same time, he is in the public eye. If well, he was a private citizen, no one would give a shit what he thought. Oh, sure they would. Uh, they still bring it up. Did people still? No, no. If somebody, I mean, if somebody gets if he was never loud on TV, enough, if he was never on TV, no one would care what the old hillbilly that makes duck calls thought. I mean, he's well, on TV. He's on is slippers. The, is he's the on... owner of Chick Fil A on TV? No. But they did their big boycott at Chick-fil-A because but he also he, owes a multi-million dollar company. And they really, really destroyed Chick-fil-A, the number one chicken place in the country now. <laughs> so good but, job, activists. You guys are, are banging it out. It's, just, it's the, the Berea, the pasta maker. It's the one with the blue box, I think. And okay. he, he said something uh, about a month ago. He's like, he says, uh, uh, I don't want, I support traditional marriage. I don't want anybody with an untraditional marriage eating my food. And oh, then I said, stupid. I said to me, like, okay, all no, right, that's your no opinion. And don't then it. It, don't be surprised if your sales go down. I mean, or if Chick Fil A doesn't want you know to have, you know, they don't, they're not a supporting you know gay marriage. That's fine. Don't eat their place. You know. Yeah. Well, I, 
You know how you hurt people with the pocketbook. That's the way everything works out. But that's the thing is it didn't. Yeah. It made them more popular yeah. than ever. Because, you know, the conservatives went after, like, we're going to eat two chicken sandwiches. Well, <laughs> or, ones, or conservatives like me their, that went, our, I don't really, I, I didn't don't know what his politics it, were two it, months ago, and I still don't care. I want some I chicken. I'm going. I think a lot of people don't. I told, uh, uh, oh, God, I can't even remember what I was going to say. Either way, you know, it's one of those things. Well, no, that's, I don't that's, think you should be fired. Well, but that's I think why uh, Kirsten the Dunst is in the news now. Don't know why. Uh, start start off with yeah. We'll, we'll go to that right now because um, I saw a snippet on it. I didn't get the whole thing. She said something in regard to lines of women should be women, men should be men, something along that line. Not even like that. Yeah. It was it was sometimes a man's got to be a man and a woman's got to be a woman, and it basically saying she likes to have a strong man. And play that, you know, Spider-Man. sort of submissive role. <laughs> uh, not, you know, but it, it was very but, much a, and it wasn't even like a, I don't think women should be strong and they should, it was more like a, sometimes, it was like a, I feel sometimes this needs to be, and I think probably a lot of women feel that way, like sometimes I just want to be taken care of and sometimes I just want to be, you know what I mean? Well, sometimes uh, I want to be taken care of. It really <laughs> wasn't like, I, I read there were like, you know. Outrage over why Kirsten was, Dunst headlines, and then I looked at what she said, and I'm like, she didn't really say anything. I, 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 I think I read exactly what you're saying. Like she wants a knight in shining armor, sometimes. Yeah, something like I think something like that. Yeah, I, mean, I, mean, I breathed over it. I, what was freaking... the controversial sentence in there? I, I, she didn't say. I don't know. <laughs> Fuck, I don't know. I don't know. That's what it kills me. They freaking go nuts over these things. Like if they're opinion, like these celebrities. If their opinion is with theirs, and I say they, and I'm lumping together morons who take celebrities too seriously is my they. Um, If their opinion is the same as theirs, they rally behind them. Of course. And if their opinion is, like, slightly different, they fucking attack. Yeah. You know? You know? Let's go back to last week. We were talking about Justin Timberlake, a guy that knows when to shut the fuck up. Just don't say anything. Don't say he a word. He knows where his bread's don't buttered. Worry. Don't don't make. He's a handsome dude with a nice voice. Don't make waves. Just sit back and relax. The second you start, and I, uh, Kristen Kirsten Dunst is not exactly the most popular person on the planet right now, and I don't think what she said is all that controversial because I mean I haven't seen it splashed all over the place. I think it was like that one day, and then I don't know. people backed away from it. I it, I really I when I read it I was like really. This is this is a big deal now. I I think people are looking for something too. Yeah, it goes you know it goes right with everything else that we've been talking. There about. There are the last people that episodes. love drama. They love controversy. Love drama, and they want to spark it wherever they can. So, any that that um, oh god, that parlays right into what the fuck was it? Oh, uh, I wanted to talk to you about. The baseball team? Uh, no, no, not the baseball. Uh, Gwyneth Paltrow. Oh, okay. What about her? See, now, see, this is when people take celebrities too seriously. This kind of fades right into that. Right? Oh, I know what she said. Just chick just got divorced, okay? Mm-hmm. Now, I don't know if you ever heard her talk in an interview or anything like that, but, I mean... She just is just brutal to listen to. She's just, pretty pompous. She just, you just want to shake her. But, I mean... She, She's like Barbara Streisand Jr. She she went on this soapbox about her divorce and with I don't with the guy that was a singer. All right, but 
Coldplay how, singer. Yeah, it was how it was an amicable divorce, and they were just in different places in their lives, and it wasn't a mess up in their marriage. It was just them evolving as two people. Mm. And that's a beautiful shit, divorce. That shit kills me. And then they had a divorce moon. You know what's a divorce? Moon? It's like a honeymoon, but you get divorced, and you still go on it, and you have a big party. So that thing exists now because. So know, they took a. They took it. Well, I. I went to Vegas with my ex-wife Not the week the same. that she told me she was <laughs> Not leaving the same. me. We went our separate ways when we got there. But... Not the same. It wasn't planned out, and you didn't invite friends to go celebrate your beautiful reverse nuptials. I kind of had a divorce moon. I didn't know that. You just didn't know you had a divorce moon. You fucking started that shit. I made Aaron sit between us on the plane. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, like, it's, it's one of those things, like, I... I Oh, you just want to shake her because she she's one of those people that can do no wrong. She's like a, my, I, I didn't asshole. fail my marriage. We evolved as people. No, you failed. Just she's an asshole. Yeah, that's it's like you sound like a dick. Shut up, and it just made me cranky. So I don't. I, listen, I don't listen. A to divorce them. moon too. Like, I really, honestly don't. I don't watch talk shows. I don't watch the late night shit. I don't. I don't care. Make but a good movie and shut the fuck up. There's millions of people out there that are watching her talk, and yeah. that's what makes me mad because they're like, "Oh, I'm not throwing dishes at my husband. We're just evolving as people." You know, yeah. like, come on, you're really stringing people along with this new age bullshit that you're spouting. Like, oh. All our differences can just be divorced away, and then we'll be friends forever. Yeah, well, they're you know? living in the same house, aren't they? I think I remember I reading know. that. There's all kinds because of I read something on the that she was talking about uh, how tough her life was. Oh yeah, with, well, yeah, uh, that taking was, care that of was the, the other children. Side of it. And, I mean, she's got like she, six nannies. And... She doesn't know what it's like. Are you, uh, regular regular moms don't know what it's like to work on a movie set because we have to work. She said uh, 15 hours a day. She don't work 15 hours uh, a day. So it was something ridiculous, like she said that. And like, She's probably in her fucking trailer for some, somebody half broke those down hours. The, Yeah, somebody broke it down. I'm like, let's be honest. Like, if you include the travel time, you know, and she brings down She here. brings, like, two helpers with her to the yeah, set. You're, on, you're in your trailer. I'm like, at most, you're working two hours for that I've worked day. movie sets yeah. with fucking B celebrities. Don't, don't act okay? like you're making the they, set. They don't do, they, you know, they're on set. For, and there's times it's tough and they're doing some, some tough shit. Yeah. But basically, <laughs> they sit in their fucking trailer while everyone else works. And then we call them out when we're ready. And that's it. And I've worked on movies with those people. And I guarantee you Gwyneth Paltrow's fucking life is probably a thousand times cushier than theirs. But I just like the – see, that's the one I was happy about, Backlash. People fucking ripped her apart, which was great. Like, oh, you regular moms, you just don't understand what I have to go through. Ah, you, know. you know. I'm going to collect my check now. She, She's someone I would like to put in a, a trailer with the – I didn't tell you this story. <laughs> I worked on this horrible fucking movie, um, but I was really we need excited. A name. We need a name. Um, it is well. It was called uh, uh, Sil- uh, Silence of the Lambs. No. <laughs> you worked on that. That's amazing. Uh, it, right now, it's I think it's called Nightmare Boulevard. But I'm trying to uh, think of what the original name was. It's a horrible movie. Oh, and Netflix it. Uh, uh, oh god. Anyway. <sighs> Uh, I was really excited because I looked at the uh, – we were setting up for it, and I was scheduling the days. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and I looked, and I see the name Danica McKellar. Ooh, Winnie Cooper. And, well, I, I'm like, That's Danica McKellar, why, does that, why is that 
you know, familiar to me. <clears throat> and uh, I looked there, and I went, oh, my God, it's Winnie Cooper, you know. <laughs> so I went, oh, that's awesome. She was only on for a day. She played a bit role. Um, and she had just, like, she was just getting back in the movie. She had just finished college. Mm. Um, so it just so happens we're shooting in Malibu that day. And she comes on set, and I show her to her. I said, this is your trailer. And uh, she comes out, like, five minutes later, and she's like, um, the bathroom is, is unusable. And here's me going, fuck, man, she's going to be one of these, you know, what a fucking Cooper jerk. drop a deuce. <laughs> well, I went in there. The fucking transportation guy had twisted one in her fucking, oh. and it was so you couldn't even flush it down. And we're like, oh god! So we ended up like giving her the the production trailer, and we moved in there, and just didn't have a bathroom. And um, it turned out she was like the greatest thing ever. Like she was really nice, and I had to stay with her till she had to go to set because um, we had to like drive up to where we were shooting. Mm-hmm. Um, so she's like, well, I want to let's go sit. So we she actually well, sat on the beach and watched like sea lions or seals or whatever playing in the ocean. And she's telling me about her math, prof- how she was like, she's like a genius. Yeah, in math. she's like super smart. And she's like, something. oh, I got it. And she was so excited that she got like and a she paper. Did she got like a paper published, <laughs> you know. And but it was like the greatest someone our age. Yeah, the only thing that would have topped it is if I got to work a day with Alyssa Milano and she wanted to sit on the beach and talk. Because it was like it was like that that <laughs> that growing up thing, you know what I mean, where you grow up with the girl and she's around your age and you kind of go, oh, and then you got to work with her, uh, you know. Who was, who was your childhood crush? I mean, Alyssa Milano. Alyssa, we have, uh, you know, I'm 35, you're 41. Yeah, Alyssa Milano, same so age Alyssa as Milano, me. I loved Alyssa Milano, uh, like, growing up. And I remember the Teen Sweat commercial. She had like her own exercise video. Okay, that used to come on, and it was just like, I have all these emotions. I don't know what emotions. to do. Emotions? <laughs> Is that what you called spanking it to a fucking I, no, I exercise was, video? I was too young to spank. Oh, it I'm so point. in love. <laughs> bang, bang, bang. I was I was too young at that point. I didn't know what was going on. I'm just like I'm in love with. How old are you? I let's see. Who's the boss? Was probably like really late 80s so i was probably like nine or ten when i fell in love with her you know it's one of those things yeah and winnie cooper too so yeah well, he's closer to your age winnie Co- see that story would have been a lot better if she was the one that took the shit no and then you could just tell everybody winnie winnie cooper shit in the fucking van i there was about midway through our conversation where i looked at her and i'm like she is like her little nuances and the way she moves her face and her hand it was Winnie Cooper. Do you think she's pretty? She's got her like that. She's very big, pretty. She got that chin. No, she's very angular. pretty. She's very pretty. You know like what I'm I, in person, I, I, you know, talked to her and like you know just chatted very naturally, and she's very pretty. Because I heard people like, oh, God, and she was very she's brutal. And no, I'm she like, was, no, and she was pretty. very friendly, like extremely friendly. It was like it was a nice. You know, <laughs> Luke, you're having memories. <laughs> no, it was cool. I, it was cool because I met a lot of people and. It was one of those that, that where you kind of walked away from your day and went, that was cool. You know? <laughs> Usually I just went, ah, whatever. You yeah, know? It's our other bit. Luke's Hollywood stories. I bet you got some dirt. Just a little bit. I don't know if I'd call it dirt. Yeah, but I, yeah, uh, fucking working at Universal Studios has got to be a pretty badass gig. So, <clears throat> I mean, I met some cool people, but I mean, essentially, it's just a job just like anything else. True that. All right. Well, um, we skipped over a topic uh, yesterday, our last episode. And uh, it was Michigan. Uh, oh, the baseball team. Was yeah. it Michigan State? No, no, no. It was a high school. It was a high school. See, I was looking all over for it, and I couldn't find the uh, the article. Right, so you're going to have to give me the brass tacks on the all Here's the gist of it. Okay. Right. 
it took six years, but the parents of the baseball players mm-hmm. raised a bunch of money because they didn't have good stands. Okay. And they paid the parents, raised this money on their own to have stands built. Not like and it wasn't even like, you know, like a stadium. It was like, you know, those metal bleacher things and oh, okay. a new fence and so and it you know, it had railings and everything. So it looked halfway decent. And uh, the schools, the school board, made them take it down. So six years. Six years they raised this money and it went up and then they made them take it down because the softball team didn't have the same thing. So it was more of an equality issue. It was an equality thing. And instead of saying uh, – and instead of that. saying – and this is – this why this pissed me off because I think this is a symptom of – our overall societal ills, which is instead of going, okay, the baseball team's got this cool thing. Let's raise money and the bring softball. the softball team up to this level. Mm-hmm. Instead, they make the baseball team come down because everybody's got to be equal. It doesn't make any sense to me. Like, And the thing is— like, Congratulations. Like, you're now a Republican. <laughs> <laughs> what was that old line that they used to say when you're— Oh, God, when you're a kid, you're always going to be a Democrat. When you're old, you're always going to be a Republican or something like that. That's, I don't that's know. one of those little idioms that they always say. But, um, okay, so try not to confuse it. Like, when we talk about, like, college sports, um, I know this from Lewis University being in the alumni board. Whenever, like, something has changed with a sporting program, mm-hmm. like, uh, for the longest time, they want to do a football team. Right. When you add an NCAA football team, regardless of the level, you have to add an equal amount in other divisions. So if they have 80 football players coming in, they have to have at least 80 more female scholarships or something along those lines. And that's like been NCAA rules forever, I think. So they have to bring in other sports. No, that started around the time I started going to college was when when it really kicked in. So like balancing out your your college curriculum and they want to make sure that everyone – has a spot, you know, so yeah. nothing gets lopsided. Which I so, get. Well, yeah, it makes sense at the collegiate level. Now, this is a a, high school. a Michigan high school. Yeah. Do you know the enrollment or anything like no. that? See, that's what kind of like, if this is some sort of big school or something like that, and it took them six years to but get, it's, it's, it doesn't make any sense. It stands for the parents to sit in, that they paid for themselves. Yeah. yeah that, if it, the school paid... Okay. Yes, it was donations. Can, That's what I don't understand. So how could they make – did they make them take it down? They took it down, and they're going to hold on to the materials until they can get the softball. Okay, that makes it's, no But it's so. such an asshole-ish move. It's, it's like, a dick move. Yeah, I, you can't I sit. I agree with you 100%. You can't sit until no I can sit. It makes no sense. It makes no and how I, wait how come the softball team can't just play in that facility and well the, the park's too the field's too big. All right, I mean you can, I've seen them move base pads. I mean for God's sake, how bad could it be to just I, it, retrofit it for they the have softball their own team? Field they just didn't have as big a bleachers. It's so much bullshit. I, I mean you know what you know what that was. I bet you it was like two parents. They got upset, and then it like flipped to four parents, and then they're like, "Oh well, there's rules, and we got yeah, like follow. one loud person, yeah, one loud person, and there was probably something in their their rules and regulations that everyone bypassed because it's probably just a smaller school, and then they're like, "Fuck, we can't do anything because they're angry." You know, you dude, know? that's I, probably what it was. Here's the grand the 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 grand thing to me is 
it's not causing you a problem, so don't fuck with it. Yeah. It's not it doesn't affect it it doesn't affect me. No. So I'm not going to make an issue. And I, I think you and me agree like all right, the baseball team got some cool shit. Mm-hmm. And the softball team wants to be on an equal footing, so let's raise amount money for the softball team yeah. and just get it there. Yeah, like we want everybody to be cool, right? Yeah, this is our school. Let's tell the, fuck, tell the fucking yeah. softball parents to raise money. It's one thing at a time, you know. Like uh, next time, the basketball but team that gets whole, a new floor. That you know? whole theory just pisses me off. It's the whole awful. like instead of Absolutely instead awful. of raising people up, six, we got to bring other people down to so that we don't feel bad. I just don't understand. Like in six years, they couldn't figure that shit out. Like, wait a second, somebody's going to complain about this shit? Nobody now, probably fucking gave. There's probably some one parent that came in and went like, "Oh, that's ridiculous! <laughs> I have to bring a folding chair to watch softball." Uh, well, back in my Pee Wee games, we didn't have lights, so they had to line up the uh, the cars against the field, and everyone had to shine their headlights on it. That's because you went to a ghetto school. I, no, I was at Stone Park Pee Wee League, dude. It was oh, pretty wow. awesome. So we had lights at ice. We had no lights. Pretty sad. Anyway, that's terrible. Yeah, it so makes I, me mad. I, too. I it, it really upset me when I read See, that. Because me and just... Luke can fucking agree on shit. Shut up. Not everything, but not everything. Uh. Let's see here. Yeah, you have Mr. Met and the Secret Service. <laughs> Whatever the fuck that is. <laughs> A great story I read today. All right. Um, we all know who Mr. Met is, and if you don't. We do. Uh, I'll give you the quick analysis. Mr. Met is the mascot for the New York Mets. Oh, okay. He's a big fucking baseball. Right, right. Yeah, he looks like the goofball or like yeah. from The Simpsons. So um, he's writing a book. He looks like you know what he looks like is a big fucking Prince Albert penis. Yeah, he does look like a dick. So yeah. he kind of looks like Scoopy from uh, the Culver's mascot, the big ice cream cone. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Just so a, he, yeah. So he's, the mascot's writing a book. He's he's writing a book over all these years of of uh, him being the mascot from the New York Mets. Oh, it's been the same guy. It's been the same guy. So uh, I haven't read the book or anything like that. But, but his I, parents are proud. I did read an excerpt that I'm made, a its, yeah, <laughs> made its rounds <laughs> on the internet. And um, I'm pretty sure this is the most interesting part of the book. I, I imagine like this is the two pages that he's trying to get people to lure him in to read the rest of the really yeah. mundane part of it. But So this is pretty awesome. Um, for the uh, Jackie Robinson 50th anniversary, mm. they had a big celebration – at the stadium. Okay. I was at Shea Stadium back then. It was like in, during the Clinton administration. Okay. So yeah. Bill Clinton was still president at this point. And Bill Clinton was attending uh, the ceremony at Shea Stadium. So they had Secret Service agents mm-hmm. everywhere okay. inside the stadium. So the story goes like this. They got snipers on the roof. Mm-hmm. And they got Bill Clinton being protected by just uh, from this is all from his point of view from an army of Secret Service agents around. Mm-hmm. They're just making sure that no one's getting close to him. And so, Mister Met says, "Oh my God, I'm going to fulfill a lifelong dream. I'm here at the 50th anniversary of Jackie Robinson. I love baseball. I'm a fan of baseball history. And what more can a mascot want?" I'm going to take a picture with a sitting president of the United States. How cool is my job right now? Like, usually I got shit. Except it's not him. It's a fucking costume. It's, it's, but you understand, like, this is what he does day in and day out. This is something that he gets to do that's cool, in his opinion. All right. Mm -hmm. So the Secret Service comes up to him and says, hey, you know what? Just do what you do out there. Okay. But don't 
get next to the president. And he's like, well, you know, I'm Mr. Met. And he's talking to the guy backstage. He's like, you know, I just want to go in a, up in, and, a, in yeah, a costume. Yeah, I, I was like, I, you know, I, I dance around and I want to, I want to, you know, go up close to the president. If you go close to the president, it will be a kill shot. And the guy's like, what are you? No, I'm not kidding. We will put a bullet in your head. There will be a kill shot. Can you imagine if they sniped <laughs> Mr. Met? <laughs> He says, if you come within 10 feet of the president, the sniper on the roof will put one in your head. Now, that ending to the story would have been so much better. And apparently the reason why is Mr. Met, when he went through the metal detector that they have, he can't get that big fucking head in without it going off. Uh Apparently there's metal inside the suit. So the Secret Service agent targeted him as a potential threat. Like he was an assassin for the president. So... So it's like the naked gun. I must kill the president. He said the last conversation that he had with him and the Secret Service agent was, are we clear? And he said, we're clear. (laughs) So I just thought, could you imagine the season's getting started? That just made me the (laughs) trauma on some of those kids. Mr. Mets dancing around and a a big fucking chunk of his head goes flying off. Could you imagine? I only Mommy, want to what happened to the Met? <laughs> Mr. Met is bleeding Kool-Aid. He got too close. He got too close to the president, dear. There will be a kill shot. Could, Could you, you imagine have... somebody, a Secret Service agent, saying that to you? Take him out. I'd be just, I'd be terrified. And he was like pointing out, there's like apparently he was pointing to the pig. There's a sniper there. There's a sniper there. There's a, And all these guys have guns. We will shoot you on the spot. And like... That, so that's that's the portion of his book that I read, and uh, I now know why what three sitting presidents have been assassinated because they're worried about the Met. <laughs> they're probably at the Kennedy, uh, you know, they're probably worried about the the Dallas Cowboy, the dude that rides in on the horse. Hey, watch that mascot! I just pictured a Photoshop of the the grassy knoll and a big Mister Met head coming out. <laughs> <laughs> With a big rifle. Must take out Kennedy. <laughs> All through the years, it's Mr. Fucking Met, dude. Oh, there you go. Mr. Fucking That's Met. my Met story, dude. That's, that's a good one. I think that's fucking great. And I can't remember the other stuff. Uh, I, I, oh, we uh, got uh, mis- multiple orgasm. Did you read that story? No, I didn't. All right, there's a woman in the UK. Mm. I like these stories. I love your reactions on shit. A uh, woman in the UK, to give you the... The gist of it, since she was 18 years old and mm-hmm. she's uh, 26 right now, she cannot stop having orgasms. So she has an orgasm literally 50 times a day. I think I saw a TV show on this. And it was weird when they were giving interviews with her because she's talking and then all of a sudden she'll start like shaking and her, her hand will tap and her, like, her leg will start moving. Yeah. And she'll like be biting her lip and then she'll stop doing it. And she goes, it's absolutely brutally painful. And, you know, I'm not knocking her story or anything like that, but all I kept thinking was, like, if that was a dude, this story would be so much more interesting to me. So, like, well, <laughs> I don't think, I, so how much. is it painful? I mean, because it's, you know, it's, just I mean, like, I look at it from a guy's point of view. If I nutted in my fucking underwear 50 times a day, it would probably be annoying because it'd be like slushing around in there. It'd be like, I got a squishy in my drawers. It would get itchy. It would get itchy and raw. And it's like, that would be terrible. And then you'd fall asleep. 
<laughs> look, we got to look at you. Got to look at the. Every six minutes, I have to take a nap. Why did I take the highway? I mean, she should be happy. She can have fifty orgasms. I mean, seriously. Oh, like they 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 had to to uh, put her on abs. Yeah, can't even talk. They had to tell her to abstain from sex with her boyfriend. She can't even have sex, even though she's having fifty orgasms a day. And this like skinny, prick looking dude, he looks so sad. He's like, you can't. Are you love, kidding me? I love her so much. I can't touch her. No, I'm not kidding you. Are you well, like, I mean, are you? Oh, he'd probably be like, fuck. I don't have to do any work. <laughs> he'd probably just be like, give me a handy. You're going to get off, trust me. Just give me a handy. No matter what, it's going to work for you. <laughs> How about a good old fashioned? Oh, man. Yeah, well, I'm pretty sure uh, that a guy would handle Sorry. this scenario a lot worse. Than yeah, I, I go down like a tranquilized bear when I. <laughs> like, oh. <laughs> uh, Thanks for the visual, man. Oh. <sighs> You know, I I barely rolled. I barely like. I barely rolled to my side before I'm out. <laughs> so I have to strategically place like a sandwich next to me. So I roll to my side and take a bite. A la George Costanza. And, One last bite. Oh. And then you go to sleep. I'm so tired. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care if anybody listens. It makes me laugh. That's what I was... <laughs> uh, tranquilized bear. See, I'm going to make a lot of shirts from this show. <laughs> oh, yeah, the unionized college teams. All right. See, this is a big one. All right. So the Daily Show actually did a pretty scathing thing on it. And I'm not <clears throat> like one of those guys that, likes reposting daily show clips because there's a million people that do it, but he did a really good takedown of the NCAA in basically just saying, this is what this is. And this is what this is. And, uh, for those of you who don't know, I think it was Northwestern, mm-hmm. the football team, right? Yeah. There's nothing in the school rules and regulations that say the students can't form a union. And based on the fact that, the students are technically employees of the the school. And I can take this uh, in agreement because when I was in the Alumni Association from Lewis University, mm-hmm. I was, what do they call it, adjunct faculty or something like that. So I'm not getting paid, but I'm still a member of the university. Okay. So that's kind of the same thing. Like, they're not getting paid. However, they represent the school. Therefore, you're a member of okay. the staff, right. I guess, is the best way to say it. So somebody brought this up to them, and so the students are considering forming a union. Well, not considering. They're, it's going to be Is ruled it going to do it? It's going to be ruled on. So I, all right. Whether, whether I agree. Not the students, the football players. The football players. But, yeah. I mean, this would, which would apply to all teams, if I'm not mistaken, right? Basketball players. I'm and not else. sure how they would lay it out. I mean, no. I guess they would have to form. They'd have to join the union. So um, the, the general thing about it was. They were taking the salaries and the NCAA profits on mm-hmm. games mm-hmm. and uh, coaching staff mm-hmm. and comparing that with the students. And some of these students are claiming, whether you believe them or not, that they don't have enough money for food. Bullshit. All right. So you're saying bullshit. Well, I'm just going to say what they say, okay, mm-hmm. before you give a, a static opinion. All right. So some of the players are claiming that, like, they don't have money on their food cards and stuff like that. Okay. 
Uh, I've known several kids at Lewis that didn't have money on their food cards and shit like that. Mm-hmm. So I've, I've seen that in person. None of them were playing for Northwestern. Right. All right. Forget about Northwestern. All right. Division one football. All right. Yeah. So division one football. So let's keep going. Um, and I think I'm saying this right. And you got to correct me if I'm wrong, because you're totally better at sports, you know, rules and regulations, I think, than me. Um, collegiate players can't receive any kind of compensation, whether it be a present, a gift, food, right. or anything like that, right? There are certain things provided for them mm-hmm. that are within the rules. The U, Like the U of I football team, they had a dinner every night, I think, okay. provided for them. It's kind of like a frat house then. When you a, think to about a place, it. it's, yeah. in a, it's in a different room. It's like this really nice room, and they get like this awesome meal provided for them. So, okay. they so do, all these players do get... Uh, full ride scholarship. I would say ninety nine percent of them you, probably no, do. no. If you play, and I, I may be wrong about this, I know if you if you step on the field, you have to be scholarshiped. And I think it's a full ride in football. I think you get it's all full, full or nothing. Okay, all right. So based so, on all that stuff, there is the the other side of the coin, and this is what they showed on the Daily Show in particular was the agreement for the NCAA. I, I don't know if it was basketball or football because I don't want to jump, you know, sports. But one of them made a deal for the television broadcast rights uh, to get, I believe it was $10.8 billion or something along the lines to broadcast the games. So the NCAA gets that money, and obviously they divide over the teams that are playing or something along mm-hmm. those lines. Plus, they're not for profit. So the NCAA is not for profit, so there's no taxes paid on that money. Okay. Either. So all that, if I hope I'm saying it right, might be true. Let's just assume that it's true because that's from what I've seen. Okay. All right. So there was actually uh, our friend Steve Barda immediately yeah. texted you and he's like, What are your thoughts on the unionization of the sports? And, you know, I had to think about what my thoughts on it sure. were. And uh, you know, first I'll let you say and because I'm well, I mean you know, it's 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 tough. I I've been a, I've been a scholarship athlete. I wasn't a full ride, but I got a scholarship. Um, here's the thing: you're getting an education. Yes. You're getting a very expensive, especially at Northwestern. You're getting a very expensive education. You're talking at least a hundred grand, I think, for yeah, Northwestern. Probably minimum. Probably yeah. minimum. Yeah. Um, you're getting your room, your board, your books, okay, your fees. And your tuition. Yes. Okay. Let's say all that's covered. Yeah. Okay. You're getting stipends when you go on the road, money given to you to eat. Mm-hmm. Um, you're getting meals. Okay. Um, you know, what they don't give you and what they don't allow, and here's the thing that sucks, is they don't allow you to, like, go get a job. That's uh, Okay, you can't yep. go get it like, you know. You can't uh, get any kind of When I was there, I I had what was called an athlete's job and you kind of work for the university. I worked like one of the parking lots at the football game. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a cake job. So let was, me let me throw this one stat that they also put on the show. Okay. And this was for the the football in particular. So you said Division 1, so I want to make sure I'm saying it right. So Division 1 football athletes are practicing, they said on average 40 to 50 hours a week. Bullshit. You say it's bullshit. That was the average, according to the students and the coaches. So if that's the you case. You count, like, watching film. 
I well, anytime they're not doing uh, classwork, their the practices. The no, their practices are you're limited. I believe. Well, um, yeah, I'm not saying they're out on the field, but they're with their team. Okay, let's say, let's say it's 40, 50 hours. I think that's a pretty probably fair estimate. You wouldn't. Well, I was well. I would say, say six days a week before games start. Mm-hmm. Um, you probably have a lifting session, a cardio session. And then a regular practice, and then maybe some. So maybe I would say maybe five hours a day, so let's maybe say five, six. So under forty, but I would say it's up there. It's 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 pretty, let's say maybe thirty. It even. it takes a lot so of time. It takes a lot of time because you you know you got to practice if you're going to learn. Right, sure. Game, so. But here's my thing: is you're getting all this, okay? Yeah. And you say the NCAA is 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 non for profit and yeah. you know your your better coaches have inflated salaries uh the average salary of the 40 division 1 football teams was the average salary was 2.2 million for the coach okay all right so, so yeah so um here's the issue i have i don't think they should get paid they're getting a shit ton okay you know cuz that money goes back a lot of that money goes back into making their university better yeah okay the football teams earn a lot of money for the university, and that was a big argument with the with the Prop Forty Eight stuff with evening it out. Okay, when they were saying, "Yeah, but the football team brings in way more money than the girls' volleyball team Obviously. or whatever." Yeah, okay, so they should, you know, but it has to be even, which it isn't because the football team got awesome meals and we didn't. Mm-hmm. You know, we we're the wrestling team; we got dick. <laughs> but here's my point: is they're getting a lot, okay? You yeah. can say that's wrong. I know. I'm, I'm going to agree with you that they're, I they're getting a lot more than the paid. average student. What, so. I, what I feel is wrong is not just that team. When they're a team, they're a team, and it's Northwestern, and they're going to be no, – it's when they take that individual star and they make money off his image. Which they've done plenty of times, yeah. I think that the players should have the right to go out and sign commercial deals – Shoe deals. So they're not allowed to do that right now, right? They're not allowed to do that. Okay. But why can't they go earn a living based on the image that they have created? Well, think of LeBron. LeBron never was in college. Right. And he was doing commercials right out, I think, while he was still in high school. There's nothing in high school that says you can't do a commercial. Yeah, no, he lost his eligibility almost. He had to fight to get it back to because play Because he the was doing commercials. Before, yeah, he almost fucked yeah. his team over, yeah. Yeah. Because he's an asshole. Um, <laughs> no one's disagreeing with the asshole, Stan. Uh, he's a smart guy. So. so I think they should be able to... to Earn money off that image that they've created. That's a fair now, assessment of it. If you're going to say we are a union, we are employees, mm-hmm. get fucking prepared to pay fucking union, union dues, dues yeah. taxes on your scholarship. Yeah. Because that's now income. You're a union. Because what they're going to try to do probably is get the be- the good portion of we're a union. Give us stuff. But we don't want to pay we don't want to pay taxes on the a hundred thousand dollar scholarship. Get, you know, get prepared to pay. Fuck, that's you know, 20, no, the, the, the second, twenty grand yeah. in taxes. If if they did go the union route, there's going to be the, the university is going to be like, fine. This is I what's think I think yeah. they should have medical coverage. You know, through throughout. You know, um, but don't cry me a fucking river about being a fucking on a full ride scholarship. Your your sister in law is on a scholarship. They, yeah. She knows that they get a lot of perks. Yeah. They get treated really well. I would love her to sit with us one day and just follow up this topic because, yeah, yeah she's, she's lived it firsthand. Sure. To see, you know, yeah, if, if it's bullshit. 
I mean, she's obviously on the softball team and not on the Razorbacks football squad. You know, can so. you name one player on Northwestern football? <sighs> no, I can't. Okay, no. they're not being fucking exploited then. Okay, <laughs> suck a dick, hey. sit the fuck down. You're not being exploited. No. Okay, you're lucky. You're going to one of the most prestigious universities in the country on a full scholarship. You get to play a fucking sport. Yeah. In front of eighty thousand screaming people. Okay, it's your last chance. Maybe one of you or two of you is going pro. Enjoy it. Now, football aside, I think uh, when I was uh, going to Lewis, I was friends with a lot of the basketball squad. Mm-hmm. And NCAA basketball, to me, seemed uh, to be the bigger argument for getting paid back in the day because I, my old buddy EJ used to bring up the NCAA tournament all the time. Mm-hmm. And uh, I mean, I can't name the players personally because I don't mm-hmm. follow college basketball, but I know there's tons of people that do. Like mm-hmm. they follow the NCAA tournament like it's fucking gospel, and they'll watch yeah, every game it's and fun. and the money that's put on sure. the heads of the players. So uh, it's not put on the heads of the players. Well, you gotta like how how's Sammy doing? On, can you, you know? name? I, I can't, can't. I can't name can't. one college basketball player from this year. You can't. Not a single one. But you admit there's got to be people out there that can. Sure. And they follow those players okay. religiously and they'll buy their jerseys. And in two years, they won't gamble know, money remember on them, who they were. Unless they're, you know, psychos. drafted or something like yeah. that. So, yeah, I mean, it's a tough it's a tough choice because, you know, I, I think I agree with you 100% on the medical coverage. That's something that shouldn't come out of the players. I mean, if you're putting a, a student, let's just say a student in a position where they can get hurt, mm-hmm. let's, let's take – Take a look at the shit we have to go through just to do tug of war practice at Lewis University. Mm-hmm. They're like, oh, you can't do that because the school might get sued. All right, well, you just put a player in front of a fucking offensive line that's going to mm-hmm. get demolished. Okay, so don't sure. tell me that the tug of war event that we're doing is any worse than that shit. So yes, medical coverage. I agree. I just I don't know how to regulate payment because the second you start saying you can pay the players, you're going to have like. Oh, this kid needs a $500,000 contract, and this mm-hmm. one wants a $200,000, mm-hmm. and then they're going to get agents and shit and like it that. And it's getting bigger and, and bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. But that being said, I still think they deserve maybe something besides the well, full-ride scholarship, like, and I don't, them, I don't know what that give is. Give them the opportunity to market themselves then. That, I, Even on a smaller level, if yeah. they can do it on campus, they may not be superstars, but on campus they may be able to do signings. We just solved this shit, shit dude. like that. We just do sign, you know, shit. let them go sign autographs to kids. Why not? You know, and get paid get paid a hundred bucks to sit at the Jewel and sign autographs for two hours. Yeah, you know, I think if Northwestern's administration said that, like, you know what, this is what we'll do. Yeah, don't form a union. Well, wait, you guys, gonna... you guys do whatever you want. Well, you Northwestern can... can't decide. It's well, the NCAA. You, yeah, I, if, of the NCAA. I mean, I, you, I mean, you throw these kids a bone. You just say, "Go make yourself famous. Go ahead. You make all the money you want on the side, as long as it doesn't affect your academics and doesn't affect your play on the field. Go ahead and sign that Nike contract. If they're sure. stupid enough to sign you, then fine. yeah, yeah, why not? But I mean, you bring up the NCAA tournament. Guys complaining about you know playing and it not getting the money. Don't play. Don't play. Yeah. Don't play. If you think that the the NCAA <laughs> you're taking is a stand such a travesty, yeah. don't play. No, I, I'm nodding my head. Right I now. was grateful as to. I was grateful as fuck to get what I got in my scholarship and was happy. And you know what? I sure would have liked more, but I went home and I worked every summer and saved my money, and that went towards my tuition 
you know, that what I didn't get paid out on, and that was it. Yeah. And I accepted it. It's, you know, I think we solved it, dude. I, I'm we br- should be on the fucking boards of these things. You, you found the plane last week. <laughs> I'm fucking brilliant, man. I found the plane. I solved the NCAA thing. Let's see. It's April. I punched Gwyneth Paltrow. 17th. The plane is still not found. Russia's in the brink of, Ukraine's on the brink of civil war, and uh, yeah, nothing's been solved, and Kirsten Dunst is still hated by millions. So, Way to go, Luke. <laughs> this is all your fucking fault. My ex-crazy girlfriend used to babysit Kirsten Dunst. Like interview with a vampire, Kirsten does. Yeah, right before she got when that. she had that creepy fucking teeth. She yeah. still has the creepy teeth. Right before I mean, she got is. that, they called her Kiki. It, but they used to always used to talk about. It. She brought. She brought. It was like her claim to fame that she babysat her. Can I go comic book geek on you for a second, dude? Like no. you saw the first Spider-Man movie in sure. two thousand two. Okay, like, I thought it was the worst choice for Mary Jane of all time. I'm like, what are you doing? Well, she was fine. Ah, uh, that's an old. You just you you just used to spank it to Mary Jane comic book and Kirsten Dunst and me. Any geek did. If you had your geek cred, you did that. Sorry, I, sorry, I discovered porn earlier than you. <laughs> <laughs> you had access. Let's see. I, I I've gone through them all, but the last thing was the um, the Chicago playoffs. Uh, the Chicago playoffs, man. We got uh, the Blackhawks and we got the Bulls. Any thoughts on either of them? No, no, right. I no. I'm not. <laughs> I want them both to win. Go get a disease. No. <laughs> I want them both to win. Uh, the Hawks got a tough draw with the Blues. Uh, the Bulls, are, are, are what they pulled this year is remarkable. It's insane. But they're not going to win it. So I'm okay, wait a, a second. little well, dis- I don't want to brush over they're, they're not going to win it. Just because, obviously, Miami's a better team. I'll, I'll say that for the record. But, I mean, our first round is the Wizards, which we fucking owned all season. No, we lost twice to them. We're, we're going to own them all season. Okay. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Disregard those losses. And then um, I think then we it would can, be Indiana. I think we'd beat Indiana. Here's the issue, though. Okay, so we make it to the semifinals again. Mm-hmm. I don't think we'd beat Miami in a seven-game series. And if we did, I think we would get our dicks kicked in by, like, Oklahoma City or San Antonio. I'm more worried about... The, the West Coast. Or the, the West, Clippers. Yeah. I, but I don't think we're going to win it. And the thing that bothers me is now we have to play Indiana and they get to play like Brooklyn or somebody. <laughs> Miami does. And I wanted I wanted us to play Miami in the second round and beat the snot out of them so that when they beat us and then I got was, to and then got to Indiana, Indiana hopefully would knock them off. I will be watching religiously. I, I've always been the, the geeky Bulls fan. I got the Jordan jersey sitting right here. So. I, I hope they win. I hope they both win. But I just, you know, I'm, I'm a baseball and football guy. So you're willing to bet me baseball-wise uh, Cubs-Sox bet anything this year? Obviously, they're playing like two games. I know. They? They're like, or they play four games. They play like, what they did yeah, last year, two, two and two. And two. Yeah, go put the ten bucks on it. We'll double or nothing it. All right, cool. All right, I already owe you ten. So, uh, uh, whoever, obviously, if they tie, I if still owe you mo- money. Uh, yeah, whatever. Right? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. After last year's beating, I'm surprised you want to get involved in it, but that's okay. <sighs> it was pretty sad. That was awesome. I had to buy Jonah uh, booze. Um, speaking of which, it is I uh, your turn, my friend. I never guessed that. Uh, <laughs> I would have never, ever guessed that that would have been the outcome last year. Your team is pretty awful right now. I think ah, like they'll be fine. Four and ten? I don't know. They'll be fine. Yeah, they'll they're they're not better, playing. So. You know, they're not. And it doesn't help that the Yankees just shut them down. But they yeah. weren't playing t- terrible. Like, there's been some really good bright spots. 
which yeah. is what I look for. I mean, these these guys that go on and rant and rave about Theo Epstein when he said it's going to take about five years, and then three years in, they're like, oh, he's a fraud. Well, no, he said it's going to take about five <laughs> fucking years. And yeah, that's, hold you them know, to the five-year mark. He, they had, nothing happens they in had five, you know. no minor league no. system at all. He had to completely rebuild it under new rules that weren't. It didn't make it as easy as when he was with Boston. So he's building, he's rebuilding, and he's stocking, and he's getting stock, and he's getting all these, picking up all these credits to draft uh, foreign players and all these guys. And he's, you know, it's building, and they're like, oh, he's. A, I look at bright spots. I look at guys that are like Rizzo starting to hit. Mm. I look at Castro hitting. I look at their their bullpen. These young guys that are doing, they're doing pretty decent. I mean, they held the Yankees to two and three runs. In I two thought games. they were going to get rid of Rizzo. Actually, no, 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 no. I could have sworn they were no, no, no. no. They're talking about getting. They're talking about trading Castro, but I think they're going to move. Must have got him. those guys confused. I think they're going to move him to second, and when they bring up Baez, who's hitting the fuck out of the ball. Yeah, it's kind of funny just seeing a whole new White Sox squad with the exception of Paul Canerco. It's just so bizarre. You know, you're just like, I don't know any of these people. They're like, they're all like people that came to your party and you didn't invite them. <laughs> it's like, oh, who the fuck are these guys? Ah, oh, well, hopefully it's, things will turn around for them. But. It's, uh, you know, I mean, it's the same. You guys are kind of like where we were like four years ago, I yeah, think. I don't picture um, much happening. And I kept bringing that up. If you remember, I kept saying, you guys, they better decide if they're going to rebuild or go. Because they're kind of, they were like hovering in the middle. Like, are well, we rebuilding or are we going to? Canerco there just because of fan service. That's, ah, that's what it is. That. It's fan service. You don't know yeah. him anything. He doesn't know you anything. Yeah, you, but it's. You let him go. People you know like they shouting Polly every now and then. That's You're like, oh, there's two guys on and we're down by one. Go, Polly. That's, that's. You know what they should have done is they should have traded him to a fucking World Series contender last year. They would have loved him. Give him a shot. He's a good hitter. Yeah. He's a good clubhouse guy. And then you, you then you sign him to a one-day contract and let him retire as a, a sock. <sighs> and then that's it. You, hey, you look, call that, it was, day. that was nine years ago, I think, when we won. Fuck. We're becoming the new 1985 Bears. It's pretty sad. We just get to hang our hat on that one championship for the rest of my life. Well, you know. Yeah, well, what can you do? It's your turn, my friend. The Jonas story of the week. Oh God, I don't. I didn't think of one before you I came. Think of one, um, okay, top. Uh, Lewis University. We used to have uh, um, uh, the cast parties after. After we hadn't talked about that <laughs> this before. Could go about eight different ways. And uh, <laughs> we were outside, and it was uh, me, Nick, and Jonah. Right. And uh, and Jonah decided that he was going to climb the wall. No, it wasn't me. I was not there for the. Was climb. that Pose game? It might have been Pose. Or no, it was Garza. It was Garza. It was Garza. It was okay. Not me. Okay. Jonah also informs me many times that I was not present for this story. Okay. So, so there there were like divots in the brick, you know, to make it look cool. So Jonah decided that he was going to climb the brick. Yes, because it makes a perfect ladder, you know. It's, and he's, it's only it, three it, stories tall, and it goes to nowhere. Basically, you're not—he wasn't going to go on the roof. So <laughs> what the fuck was he? got to the top. Where was he going to go? <laughs> so, and it was like tight. I mean, it was like, and uh, Jonah ain't the most athletic dude either. So <laughs> he wasn't scaling it like Spider Man. It was like a, it was like a ooze climbing the wall. <laughs> slow climb. So. He's, I'm going to climb, you know, and he's shit hammered. And I'm drunk, drunk as shit, too. So You're egging him on. But I know. I said, well, if you're going to climb, because Garza climbed it with him. No, I didn't know that. Yeah, he was climbing story. next to him, but he didn't go up as high. Jonah went like 15 feet up. 
But I said, I will, if you fall, I will catch you. But my logic was, I don't want him to hit his head. And if he falls straight back. He's going to die. Yeah. So I stepped about three feet off the wall thinking if he falls straight back, <laughs> I will stop his head. I will stop his head from hitting the pavement. <laughs> well, he, he fell. <laughs> and he fell straight down. And landed on his foot. And uh, like oh, he goes, oh my 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 foot, my ankle, oh. And I said, you're fine, you know, <laughs> like a sloth falling out of a tree. So <laughs> I, yeah, yeah. You remember that image of the dark get, or the bear getting hit with the tranquilizer dart? That's what it looked like. So oh, straight down. <laughs> so we had to go back to his dorm, and I carried him probably three quarters of the way. He couldn't even move his feet. He was struggling to walk, and. I by the time about three, I was dying after I put him down. We kind of helped him. We had no ice <laughs> for his ankle, so I like elevated his foot and I wrapped it in cold beer cans with a towel around it. And he woke up in the morning and uh, with a bunch of beer cans in his bed, and his ankle was all blown up. And next time I saw him, he was on crutches with a broken ankle. It's just fucking brutal. Yeah, but he blames me. He's like, you said you'd catch me. I'm like, dude, hold I was trying to Keep hold talking. your head. Keep talking. This is relevant to this conversation. Okay, yeah. I mean, why? Well, I, I I just wanted to stop his head from hitting the pavement. I mean, that was my thought. I was, you know, I was also 16 beers in. So excuse me for not using the right judgment in catching you when you chose, when you used the wrong judgment in climbing a wall to nowhere. I mean, how am I supposed to be blamed for that? All right, I'm running out of shit to say, so why don't you come over here? I can't vamp that much. Come on. Work with me, guy. Come on, guy. Oh, he's going through his picture albums. Okay. So that's my, there's my Jonas, my Jonas story of the week is Jonah falling off the wall. Conversation too. Okay. All right. What so do you this, got there? Buddy? This is uh, Jonah fell off the wall. All right. I'm yeah. going to post this picture with the blog. Oh, nice. Okay. Nice. <clears throat> All right. So Jonah fell off the wall. Luke said next day he was in crutches. What I have here is the photo of Jonah after he fell off the wall. We also had a conversation of whether or not Jonah wore a beret. <laughs> Fucking beret. He's wearing a beret with a broken ankle. Yeah. <laughs> No, that's not a beret, dude. That's one of those backwards hats. It's a beret, isn't it? No, it's one of those backwards, like, uh, 1920s Mickey Rooney hats. Yeah, it's cool. He's wearing it backwards. He's, he's a douchebag anyway. I but, love you. <laughs> <laughs> always have. <laughs> I love you. Always have. So there's Joe. All right, there's Jonah post-wall post climb. <laughs> See, aren't you glad I paused the... See, yeah, yeah, post that. I'm posting that's going to. I should have. Right. Ta- I wish I had taken a picture of him naked on the bathroom floor. We could have posted that too. The only reason I'm relevant to the story in the first place is because the day after, after I'd heard the story, I went and put a big tape outline of Jonah, <laughs> of the body, <laughs> like, on yeah, the, the body on the ground. Yeah, so, which he didn't appreciate. He fell fast too. He fell hard. He was like, Woof. I'm like, uh, all right. So uh, that's all the. Excuse me. I'm giggling from my scotch and everything uh that's all the topics i have but uh next recording i have a bunch of questions lined up for you so we'll do what would luke do all right all right so we got that going uh but i don't know if you had anything else before we sign off today no i just i'm pretty happy that we're we're getting a following i'd like to meet some of your uh, bar people that listen yes um and i you know partially meet them but i also got to make it up there and have some 
haven't been up there to have some wine in a while. Yeah. And now that the show's over. And um, now that the show's over. And which got a great response. I appreciate everyone I was coming there. out. It was awesome. Um, I enjoyed it. Very quite a funny show. Um, the actors did great. Um, and uh, I was very happy with the response. And there were some tough critics there. Um, including Mr. Scotch, Keith, Keith White on uh, our pickup rehearsal, he came out and watched. Oh, can I give you shit? There was a 38 second blackout during my. Yeah, show. yeah. <laughs> I counted. Yeah. I was like, because I, I wanted to talk to you after the show. I'm like, I'm going to count how many seconds. There was a, there was a, <laughs> a, in the last show, a light cue that got changed. And with that board, sometimes the lights will. Drag or something. They like drag that. into the next queue. The best part was the ladies behind me because I was sitting at the last row, so I could hear everybody in the sound booth. They're like, "Oh fuck! Oh well, shit! Shit! Fuck!" She didn't know what to do, shit. and it wasn't it wasn't that bad if she had just done what I did when I fixed it. Mm. Um, but she panicked, and so she put she just put all the lights at zero and basically took us out of the show. Oh. And it's not a good thing. so we weren't in a queue. So when I went up there and she's like, I go, what queue are you? And she goes, I don't know. <laughs> Shit. So I looked, she's like, I did one to a hundred at a zero. And I'm like, okay, well, that's your problem. You're not in a queue. So I put us to a queue <laughs> and the light that was dragging, I took out and that was it. And then we went, yes, y'all went, you know, after that it was flawless, but that was, yeah, that was the last show. And I was like, you gotta be fucking kidding me. Cause my brother and my sister-in-law came to watch it. I and I'm like, God damn row, it. Yeah. You well, know, so Luke, is every show like this? Yeah, well, it looks, you know, it makes you, you know, <laughs> you don't want something like that makes the show look, you know, and it's, it's nobody's fault. It just happened. And so, and she, you know, she didn't know how to fix it. The show must go on. Um, I was surprised your actors didn't come out in the dark. Just like, screw it. Let's go. Oh, I've seen that. We had a power outage when I was doing lights for Oklahoma. Um, and uh, in the middle of the show, there was a big storm and the power went out for about 10 seconds. Mm-hmm. And I reached to turn on the work lights, which are just because the board like went out, lights or something. Like the, that. They were basically yeah to yeah. like work on the stage, and it wasn't. It was like a, it was a power surge, so the board rebooted itself, and very lucky that the board came up and went back to where it was, and the lights came on. I was like reaching to put the work lights on because they were out there. It was the whole cast was on the stage in the dark. And uh, doing whatever the fuck they were doing, something Oklahoma ish. <laughs> Oklahoma. Yeah, you know. Um, but I was in the booth and I was like, oh my God. Because I, I kept seeing the board flicker with the storm and you could hear the rain. And I'm like, oh dear God, we're going to have a power outage. Those are some terrible things, man. Yes. Bring up old theater stories. We got to have a whole episode on that. So, yeah. All right, man. I think we're solid, right? Yeah. Anything left to go? Um, No, just uh, we'll make a night. You work Wednesday, right? I do. Uh, maybe uh, next Wednesday I'll come up and uh, have a snookered. have a couple glasses of wine. You can record there if you want. I'm not kidding. <laughs> I'm glad you take your job so seriously. I take it very seriously. So we could we could we could have maybe an on location recording. We don't have to have the mics. We can just have this. We'll get all the ambient noise. No, that goes bring along the with bring it. the bring the mics. We'll we'll we'll, we'll rope it off because I'm a celebrity. And if anyone comes near me, like a Met headshot. <laughs> Don't go near Luke. Are we clear? I Are swear to clear? fucking God, Luke is very important. I will shoot you in the head. Yeah, I just pictured Jack Nicholson as the Secret Service. Are we clear? Are we clear? <laughs> Mr. Met putting both hands up. Yeah, dude, cool. Chill out, man. I'm a fucking ball. <laughs> <laughs> go get a disease, everybody.